Blog Talk Radio. Stevie B's Media Production is a part of the Shellcaster Network. The proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ by members of the Churches of Christ. With your host, Stevie R. Butler. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show.
You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. Good evening. We have you out in the world listening to this radio broadcast. Stevie B's Media Production presents What a Word from the Lord radio show. I'm your host, Stevie R. Butler. And this radio show is being broadcast from Stevie B's Media Production at the Carolina studio in the great state of North Carolina. Ladies and gentlemen, we are just grateful for the privilege to bring you a program where we as Christians and members of the Churches of Christ can share our faith and preach and teach the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ on a weekly basis. If you'd like to contact us while we are on the air this evening, just give me a call to the live show at 713-955-0508. Or you can go to Blog Talk Radio website and listen to the live show there. If you have any questions or comments for any of my special guests or co-hosts on this radio show, you can send your emails to my new email address, butlersteve1009 at yahoo.com. Or you can call the Stevie B's mid-production at the Carolina studio at 910-491-6405. Now, again, this program is brought to you by members of the Churches of Christ. And if you need any assistance in locating the congregation in your area, please feel free to contact us. Now, folks, get out your Bibles and stand along with us here on What a Word from the Lord radio show. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. Before we go into our program for this evening, I would ask that you would bow with me in a word of prayer that we may thank God for this opportunity. Our most kind, gracious, loving, heavenly Father, the Father, our Lord, and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for allowing us to go through the various activities of the day and placing it on our hearts that we are on this broadcast and we are prepared now to present a portion of your holy and divine word. Father, we pray that you will be with my co-host, Isa Mullins, and my special guest speaker, Wesley Mark Murrow, as they break unto our listeners the bread of life. And also my special guest in the community corner, Chavis Davis, as he serves our communities with his various talents and gifts to uplift our neighbors, we pray that you will bless all of them and their families that support their efforts as well. Father, we pray that you will bless our listeners who are tuning in to this radio broadcast via Blog Talk Radio as well as through social media. We pray that they may listen well, that they may consider their eternal stance before you, and that their hearts may be pricked, and it will cause them to ask the question, what must I do to be saved? Father, we thank you so much for sending the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. We are just so grateful for his precious sacrifice on Calvary's cross. We recognize that without such a sacrifice, we would not have a hope of eternal life. While even now, we ask that you forgive us for the transgressions of our own heart. We know our flesh is weak, and we often fall short of thy will. Father, we pray that you will continue to bless us and keep us and love us all the days of our lives. And that we have been faithful until death. Father, we pray that you will save us. For it's in Christ's name we do ask it all. Amen. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. In the first segment of this broadcast, my special guest speaker is Wesley Mark Morrow. He serves with the Morristown Church of Christ there in Morristown, New Jersey. And he'll be making his proclamation of the gospel of Christ. And in the community corner, my special guest is Chavis Davis. He's a Christian artist and entrepreneur with the Youth and Media Ministry, and he's from Miami, Florida. Looking forward to talking to him in the community corner. And to close out the show, my co-host, Isa Mullis. He serves with the Cary Church of Christ there in Cary, North Carolina, and he'll be making his proclamation of the gospel of Christ to close out the show. So open up your Bibles and open your minds, and let's have 
a great show after the break. The next one should be that of my special guest speaker, Wesley Mark Morrow. Enjoy the show. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. Oh, 
from the Lord radio show. Give your attention to the proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now my special guest speaker, Wesley Mark Merrill. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Let the church say amen on tonight. Last night when you pressed your head to what could have been a dying pillow, closed your eyes for what could have been the last time, slumbered and slept, didn't know whether you were in the world or out of it, God saved you and brought you to today. Oh, I hope I have a church to preach to on tonight. When people thought it was over, God said, this is just the beginning. When people counted you out, God positioned you in a place where nobody can move you out of. When you were struggling, it was God that put celestial success in your path. Uh, Who's listening to me tonight? When you didn't know where to turn, Jesus said, come unto me. When you were tired, Christ the crucified and risen king said, I will give you rest. And when you were at peace, it was God that we served that supplied peace that passes understanding. I don't know what you might be going through on today, but I dropped by to tell you, I don't believe that God brought us this far to leave us. God is on your side, still in the blessing business, and able to bring you through whatever it is. Y'all say amen. Uh, to those that don't know me, I am Wesley Merrill, minister of the Morristown Church of Christ, located in Morristown, New Jersey. I want to quickly thank the angel of this show, the program uh, uh, creator, Brother Steve Butler, for his love and labor producing this show on a consistent basis. Y'all be prayerful for my congregation up here in New Jersey. We've only returned to our building two short months ago uh, since the pandemic. We had to have it totally remodeled. The whole thing had to get gutted. And we're aiming high to do new things in our community. Anybody wishing to sow a seed into one of our ministries, 
can feel free to reach out to me on Facebook, and I will tell you how you can. Amen and amen. Tonight, I want to show you a current situation in a historical setting. I want to show you a current situation in a historical setting. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ had a disciple that was impetuous, thugged out, and violent. In fact, this disciple was racist and had a foul mouth. We don't know any Christians like that nowadays, do we? In this case, Jesus had revealed unto his hand-picked preaching posse how his death would come, and Peter was so upset about the news that he thought that he was going to check Jesus. I'll find my amen corner after a while. Here's Jesus. Here's Jesus, Mary's baby, God's dear son, and he's telling his followers that he has a very unpleasant task to complete, and that until it is done, the whole world is in trouble. Even though Peter understands that this is a necessary action, Peter still doesn't like how it sounds. Have you ever had a friend that meant well, truly cared about you, but had their own issues that needed correcting and thought that their energy would be better spent telling you how to get your life in order. Come on up in here, church. I mean, how can someone who doesn't have their own life together tell you how to get yours together? We have to be careful about letting people that don't have to face our destiny tell us how to get there. People will live through you vicariously. People will micromanage what you have to do, and people will criticize you when you don't follow their blueprint. But at the same time, they make these assessments without assuming responsibility for what? What your name is attached to. It is then that you have to tell them to fall back. (laughs) Even when Jesus, as we'll see today, even when Jesus had people trying to question his ministry, You Bible believers remember when Jesus was MIA for two days and when his mama located him among the crowd, she asked Jesus, why did you treat us this way? And he replied, I must be about my father's business. Luke chapter 2, verses 48 and 49. Or do you remember when Jesus ate with the lower class of the day and the Pharisees looked down their noses and said he was out eating and socializing and fellowshipping with the sinners. However, Jesus was clear on his mission at all times. I'm glad that we see Christ exemplify that you can't let people hold you down and you show enough better not let them keep you back. I'm glad that he showed us how to correct folks when they show up lofty and arrogant. Let's check the record. Let's check the record. Let me give you all some Bible for this. Matthew chapter 25 and verse number 42, the Bible says, For I was a hungered, and he gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you took me not in. Naked, and you clothed me not. Sick and in prison, and you visited me not. Then shall also answer them, him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee a hungered or a thirst or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister unto thee? Then shall he answer them, saying, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as you did not do it to the least of these, you did not do it to me. Jesus does 
a masterful job with his disciples on the topic of care. I hope you got your listening ears on. We, we can't impress Jesus doing things for him and then turn around and neglect those that he cares about. I, I hope y'all let me talk to you tonight. Come on with me to the text and let's peruse the profoundness of the Prince of Peace. Matthew chapter 16 uh, at verse number 22. Again, that's the gospel of Matthew chapter 16 and verse number 22. I'm going to be reading from the God's Word translation uh, for rapid absorption. Matthew 16 and 22, the Bible says, Then Peter took him aside to speak to him privately and began to reprove and charge him sharply by saying, God forbid, Lord, this must never happen to you. But Jesus turned away from Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan. You are in my way, an offense, a hindrance, a snare to me. For you are minding what partakes not of the nature and quality of God, but of men. I hope y'all reading this. Verse 24 says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to be my, to be my disciple, let him deny himself, disregard, lose sight of, and forget himself and his own interests, and take up his cross and follow me. Cleave steadfastly to me. Conform wholly to my living example, if need be in dying also. For whoever is bent on saving his temporal life, his comfort and security here, shall lose it, eternal life. And whosoever loses his life, his comfort and security here, for my sake shall find it, life everlasting. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his life, his blessed life in the kingdom of God? Or what would a man give in exchange for his blessed life in the kingdom of God? I, I want to preach as the Spirit guides thought in our minds for the next few moments. Fall back, Satan. Oh, I hope I got some help here. Fall back, Satan. I got three points. I might not get to them. Amen. But but prayerfully, uh, if I don't get to them, I'll give them to you at another time. I only got about 20 minutes to unpack this lesson, and then this lesson will be yours. Here's the points for those taking notes. You might finish studying this out on your own. Number one, beware of who you let in your way. Whew. Baby, that's a mouthful. Beware of who you let in your way. Number two, deny yourself so you can find yourself. Come on, hip-hop fans. That sounds like something to rhyme about, ain't it? Deny yourself so you can find yourself. And number three, don't exchange God's heaven for man's hell. In our text, in our text, we find Jesus making several declarations following him quizzing his disciples about who they heard he was and, and going to hell and taking the keys to death in the grave. Often overlooked here is why Christ called Peter out. Peter or nobody else is going to make a mockery of the master or paralyze the power of prophecy. Jesus is the only man born literally to die. From the time we find him coming through a backwards birth canal against the currents of time and being born in a manger to die, uh, we find him led by Satan in the wilderness 40 days and 40 nights to die. We see Christ again before Pilate, who had to confess that he found no fault in him, John 19:6 and Luke 23:4 to die. We find him walking the dusty cobblestone streets of Jerusalem on his way to conquer the cross to die. 
uh, uh, but glory, hallelujah. He gets up early one Sunday morning, never to die again. So point number one, if you're taking notes, here it is. Here it is. Beware of who you let in your way. When you consider how urgent the mission of Christ was, we also easily understand why he couldn't let the devil showing up in one of his disciples distract him from his destiny. Can I reference a few cases on tonight? When you're in the process of going to the next level and you allow yourself to be distracted by complacent, complaining, uncaring people, especially those not even trying to contend for the faith, they're not even trying to make it to heaven, you, my friend, have somebody in your way. When people that don't normally speak to you, amen, could care less about how you make it through your storm, but approach you with a smile and want to know all your business, you, my friend, have somebody in your way. The devil has been in the way since the Garden of Eden when his meddling tail told Mrs. Adam, amen, somebody, uh, that she could eat from the forbidden tree and nothing would happen, Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. If you recall, Jesus was having a meeting with his disciples and the devil crashed the party. Satan comes slithering on the scene, and Jesus wanted to make sure that the apostles knew what they were up against. And, and you know what? Let, let me just tell this to somebody. The devil is so bold that sometimes he'll tell you exactly what he's up to as a way of finding out if you're listening. I, I better show this to you. The Bible says in First Peter chapter 5 and the verses 8, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a wrong lion, walketh about seeking whom he might devour. Baby, let me tell you something. Even when you're minding your own business, even when you're trying to do right and live holy, that devil is coming across and he's looking for you with a warrant. He's got a bullseye on your back and he's got high-powered ammunition. And if you are not paying attention, he's going to take you down. Fall back, Satan. And sometimes you have to say to those in your inner circle, you got to say to those in your family tree, you got to say to those on the J-O-B, I ain't got time to be messing with you. Fall back, Satan. Uh, when you notice that the devil is in somebody, I'm going to take you back to the text in a few moments, especially your inner circle. You have to boldly declare in the words of Jesus and say, Satan, get thee behind me. Back in our text, Matthew 16 and 22, the Bible says, Then Peter took him aside to speak to him privately and began to reprove and charge him sharply, saying, God forbid, Lord, this must never happen to you. But Jesus turned away from Peter and said to him, Get behind me, Satan. You're in my way. You're an offense, a hindrance, and a snare to me. For you are minding what partakes not the nature and quality of God, but of men. Again, when you notice that the devil is all up in the mix, you got to put some scripture on it. When you're trying to go to the next level, you got to be prepared for the next devil. Peter knew that if Jesus died and didn't return, the world would fall apart. Who would correct the cantankerous? Who would fight the devil? But what Peter didn't realize was that by going against God's divine wisdom, he was acting like the devil. 
ladies and gentlemen, real quick, let me just tell you this. This is not my notes, but it's in my mouth. Sometimes the devil will show up in your church, folks. Sometimes the devil will show up in your spouse. Sometimes the devil will show up in your child. And you got to tell that devil, get thee behind me. Devil, you are not going to stop me from serving God. You're not going to stand in the way of my blessings. You're not going to have me kicked out of heaven. If I go to hell, it's going to be on my dime. Y'all all right? I've got about seven more minutes. Uh, uh, point number two. Point number two. Deny yourself so you can find yourself. Come on, somebody. Matthew 16, 24, the Bible says, then said Jesus to his disciples, if anyone desires to be my disciple, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me to conform wholly to my example of living and if me be in dying also. Verse 25 says, for whosoever is bent on saving his temporal life, his comfort and security here shall lose it eternal life. And whosoever loses his life, his comfort and security here, for my sake shall find it life everlasting. All right, we, we, we ain't got but a few minutes, so let me hustle to the muscle. Sometimes you have to deny yourself. Sometimes that person that you want to tell off, come on, somebody. Sometimes that person that reminds you of those four-letter words that you put to the side for Jesus the Christ uh, uh, make you want to cuss them smooth out. I know I got a corner right now. I can't hear you because we're on the radio. I, I know sometimes people look at you funny, and they're sizing you up, and they're judging you. And sometimes you get a little hot, you get a little heated, and you want to let them know exactly how you feel about them. But, baby, sometimes denying yourself means denying your anger. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4 at verse number 26, Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath, neither give place to the devil. you got to learn to let the devil know you can't come into my yard. Devil, I don't want you in my life. Devil, I don't need you in my social media. Devil, I don't want you text messaging me. Are y'all understanding this? And every now and then, you have to be able to say to the devil with so much bravado and so much confidence, the God that I serve. Y'all don't hear me. The God that wakes me up every day, y'all ain't listening. The God that watches over me when danger lurks and I was unaware. If he is who he says he is, and I believe that he is who he says he is, baby, I don't want nobody like you all up in my mix. You got to deny yourself religiously, only following the Bible. First Timothy chapter 4 says, Now the Spirit speaks expressly that in the later time some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience filled with a high iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats, which God had created to be received with things given of them, which believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving. Hmm. Let, let, me, let me hit this so we can quit this. Don't eat no pig if you got high blood pressure or if your doctor told you it's no good for you. Can I talk to you a minute here before we close? Don't skip it for religious reasons. If you don't like it or if you don't want it, that's fine. But don't blame it on God. Some have come at me from other religions on the topic of Christians eating pork and got a good Bible lesson. Mm -hmm. Came over here and got a good Jesus spanking. Yes, in the Old Testament, there was a period of time where folks did eat pork, but it wasn't because 
uh, they they didn't know how to cure it, and not because God banned it. Y'all okay? They didn't know how to how to keep it from spoiling, and if something spoils, it's gonna make you sick. Teach Wesley, and, and let me say this: too much of anything isn't good for you. But I have spanked Jews and Muslims on this topic of eating pork unaware. I mean, if it was a religious command to me, I would investigate what I can eat and what I can't eat. Gummy bears, pork. Starburst, pork. Most chewing gums, pork. Cake icing out of the store, pork, pork, pork. Jello and most things that have gelatin in them, pork. Sometimes you have to learn just to understand that there's some things that you have to go through for Jesus' sake. But if you deny yourself, Jesus will exalt you. Let me read this, and we're going to go ahead and get to the closing because I don't want to mess up Brother Butler's show. First Peter chapter 3, and the verses, they say, Finally, be ye all of one not my mind, having compassion one of another. Love is brethren. Be pitiful, be courteous, not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrawise blessings, knowing that you are there unto call that you should inherit a blessing. I'm, I'm going to cut it short. I'm going to cut it short. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, if you're listening to me on tonight, we serve a mighty God. We serve a risen Savior. We serve somebody that can reach into your past and, and, and make it nullified and ineffective against your present. We got somebody that can go ahead down the stream of time and bless you before you get there. You got to be faithful over a few things. You got to be willing to learn how to listen and keep his commandments. Remember, Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And I'm going to tell you, uh, uh, sometimes because we want to be so uh, radical and we want to be so intelligent and other stuff, we make being a Christian harder than what the Bible says. Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And he didn't give a whole lot. You just got to learn to pay attention. I, I, I'm glad that I had this opportunity to be on the CBB show again on tonight. I, I hope that I said something that calls you to make a decision in your life about where you want to spend eternity. If by chance you're on with us on tonight and you need prayer, you, you can let CBB know. You can hit me on my personal page. I don't care which post you comment on. If you need prayer, comment on anything. You can contact us through the church page, Morristown Church on, on Facebook. Amen. You'll find it on my page. If you've fallen short and you need restoration, let God know you're sorry. Don't worry about who won't forgive you. Know that the one that can wipe away sins said that he's got you in his hand. Amen? And if you need to be baptized for the remission of your sins, just know that God is able. If you're willing to confess Jesus Christ as God's son, baby, the baptismal pool near you is ready. If Stevie B can't point you to a pool, I promise you I can. We'll find a preacher, whatever state you're in. And we'll get you baptized for the remission of your sins on tonight. I love you with the love of Jesus. I love you as, as much as I love my own life. And with that, I'm going to turn the show back over to my man, my friend, Brother Stevie B. Thank you so much for this opportunity. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. Lord, I want to be a
true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, and you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you may bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. Chosen one. in need of lending for a building or expansion project? As your partner and advocate, Diversified Financial Network will take the time to understand your unique situation and develop a financing solution that meets your specific need. It's an exciting time for your congregation, and what you need is a company with expertise in church financing early in the process. Call us today at 1-866-513-6665 or visit us at www.diversifiedfinancegroup.com. Stevie B's Media Production presents We're airing live shows here on Blog Talk Radio. The telephone number to the live show is 713-955-0508. Or you go to the website, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash gospel light radio show. On Tuesday evening, each week from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, I'm hosting the live show, What a Word from the Lord Radio Show, and every second Tuesday of the month, we will have a guest speaker from the Brotherhood of the Churches of Christ who will be making their proclamation of the gospel of Christ. And you just heard our dear brother Wesley Mark Murrow from the Morristown Church of Christ there in Morristown, New Jersey, making his proclamation of the gospel of Christ. Great job. And also on the show, we have my community corner segment. This segment is for small business owners and entrepreneurs who have products and services. 
for our community. And I have four co-hosts on this show. Lou Gilbert, he serves as the evangelist for the Oak Park Church of Christ there in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And Isa Mullins, who will be on the show later this evening, he serves with the Church of Christ there in Cary, North Carolina. And every third Tuesday of the month from at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, my co-host Shauna Otis, she serves with the Grayway Church of Christ there in Nashville, Tennessee. She has her team, the Mid-Tennessee Singles Ministry. And then every fourth Tuesday of the month at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, my co-host Kelly Fletcher, she serves with the Livingstone Church of Christ there in Indianapolis, Indiana, and she has the Kelly Fletcher Show. And then on Thursday each week from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, I'll be hosting the live show, the Gospel Light Radio Show. And on that broadcast, I have eight co-hosts who on that show who will be presenting lessons from the Word of God. And each week, I'll have two of my co-hosts on the air with me. I'll also be taking the question from my social media platform on Facebook that I'll be posting to one of my co that I'll be posing to one of my co-hosts on that live show as well. I want to encourage our listeners to go to Facebook and join that group, that shouted out group, and get involved in those biblical discussions. But me, myself, personally, now, ladies and gentlemen, I am no longer on Facebook. So I have administrators in that group that will be running that group on my behalf. And then on Friday night, each week at 9 p.m. from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time, I'll be hosting a live show, Stevie B. Acapella Gospel Music Blast Radio Show. And on that show, I'm playing some of the world's greatest acapella gospel music artists, The Sweet Sounds of Voices. We're interviewing artists on that radio show, producers, comedians, etc. And we're also debuting new music and also featuring old music as well. And just uh, for those who may not be aware, we are getting ready to kick off the Acapella Experience Tour in Birmingham, Alabama on August the 20th. And that'll be a 10-city tour, and I'll be emceeing that tour until November. That's how long the tour should go from August to November. And every third uh, Friday of the month, we have the Top 20 Countdown Show. And then we also have my on-demand episodes. There are a variety of musical platforms that you can go to to listen to these shows. If you can't catch any of these live shows, you can always go to Apple iTunes and pull up these on-demand episodes, as well as Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and also on YouTube. And also, I have recorded version shows that I've recorded the album debut shows. And so some of the playlists, the same playlist was used from my live show that was on Blog Talk Radio. These shows can only be heard on iHeartRadio, on Deezer, and also on Amazon music. Just search for Stevie B's recorded version shows. We want to thank all of our sponsors who are sponsoring these radio shows. If you want to be a sponsor, just contact my sponsorship manager, Michelle Marco from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Just give her a call at 954-687-4705. And the three E's of Stevie B's media production, it is the objective of this broadcast. We want to educate, we want to edify, we want to encourage you in a study of God's word. And that will conclude our program announcements. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. The Community Corner is up next. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show.
for the president of the United States who was running in 2024 on this show last month. So the list just goes on and on. So we just wants to make the saints aware of just what services are available to them. Now, my special guest in the community corner this evening is Travis Davis. He's a Christian artist and entrepreneur, the youth and media ministry from Miami, Florida. Travis, welcome to the community corner. Hey, glad to be here. Glad to be here. Now, why don't you tell us now what it is that you're doing to serve in our community? Well, uh, I do a plethora of things. Uh, I'm a serial entrepreneur, so I go back and forth, but I'll I'll make it uh, hastily into what I do. Uh, First of all, I have a company that's called Paint with Faith. We do motivational painting classes, and what we do is we believe that you can achieve any goal, dream, or desire, which is motivation, which we provide guidance which we provide but the faith is on you so we do a faith exercise uh, with the canvas and we encourage people through art in order for them to be able to understand how faith works not knowing what to do and then following our lead uh, into achieving something great and a beautiful painting at the end so it's like a mobile uh, sip and paint company so we go from location to location in south florida and then we do virtual classes all over the world. So if someone wanted to connect their ministries to various con- congregations uh, via Zoom or uh, virtually, we can do those painting classes, which we have done with a couple of uh, members of the body uh, through the singles ministry and sisters as well. So that's my first uh, company, Paint With Faith, and you can find information on that at paintwithfaith.com. Well, let me ask you a question. And then, um, let, me, let me ask you a question. Yeah, go ahead. What, what was the... Uh, motivation for that uh, creation i never heard well, of that before uh, yeah so so what happened is uh, I, I did video uh and photography production for about eight years and uh what happened is one night i did a wedding and i took my sons in the house and that sunday morning when i woke up someone had broken in my my vehicle and stole all of my equipment and so uh, um, I was heartbroken, um, wasn't even ready to do worship that, that morning. I was, you know, just distraught. And uh, I talked to God, and I asked him a question. I said, God, how am I going to be an entrepreneur without any tools? Right. And he told me, he says, um, he said, are you an artist? I said, yes, I am. He says, can you motivate and speak to people? I said, yes. He said, are you a teacher? I said, yes. He said, well, all you need is all you have. And from that, uh, Paint with Faith was created because I was a teacher for 12 years in a public school. I've been mm-hmm. an artist since I was six, and I've been um, doing motivational speaking and teaching and public speaking since I was 11. So I just took those those gifts and used them to uh, to create a business one and to glorify God and then to make people you know happy as well and teach them how to exercise their faith. Well, I have a question. Have you ever thought about getting mm-hmm. into radio? Uh, sure. Yeah, I have. Because yeah, you have a, a nice radio voice. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that'd be yeah. that'd be great. I love to do that. Yeah, I mean, something you should look into. Yeah, yeah. I just need a station that'll pick me up. <laughs> yeah, I'll pick you up. That's what, that's why I'm talking well, to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm down for it. I'm down. Yeah, we'll we'll come up with some ideas. I'm serious. Okay, okay. I'm serious. Yeah, yeah. I'm serious too. I'm ready. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now what else? I didn't mean to cut y'all. Go ahead and finish what you were saying. No, no, no problem. No problem. So um the second business I have is a Christian comic book series. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so the Christian comic book series is called The Whole Armor, based on the whole armor of God, Ephesians uh, 6, 10 through 20. And mm-hmm. uh, what it is, it's about young people who have different socio-emotional issues, uh, challenges, or sins that manifest into demons. And mm-hmm. then as those demons are manifested, the young people have to go to a spiritual realm to fight the demons to get their real life back on track. Mm. And so um, within the comic book series, uh, each issue, uh, each person faces a different demon. And right now we're up to 10 issues. And so the first six issues are different characters. And then the seventh issue is a four-part series that has all the, the characters from the first six issues and then all the demons. And then they have a spiritual war. Uh, between the demons and the and the human beings uh, to be able to end the series all together. And so I've been working on this for 16 years. I started in 2008, and I did all the writing and the drawing. Uh, I had some assistance on some issues uh, because I wanted to incorporate more brothers and sisters in Christ and encourage them through the media of the comic book. And, um, and so we're up to issue number 10, and uh, it's just been a blessing so far. So what we've been doing for the last uh, couple months is I did a Kickstarter to raise funds to go uh, to comic book conventions to make people aware of this comic book series that, that I created. And then Mm. from there uh, we've been able to go to one every month and uh, present it. And we were well received, you know, by everybody. And so the goal is to build a fan base Mm -hmm. because from the comic book series, we're going to create an animated series. And so what we did is we created uh, two short um, music videos of animation, two short trailers of what the animation will look like so we can present it to individuals who may be wanting to pick it up on their station or help us produce a full episode. So what I can say just mm-hmm. by listening to you, I can see that you're not afraid to think outside of the box. And that's good. Oh, no way. Because we always have to be visionaries when it comes to uh, how we, we can promote the gospel of Christ. And sometimes we got to think outside the box to do that. Very much. Very much indeed. And the, the reason I even created this comic book series is because I was a teacher at a middle school. And, uh, you know, they say we're not supposed to talk about God in school, but there's no way that we cannot. So I would poll the class. And, I, you know, I wouldn't preach them. I just would ask questions. You know, how many of you ever read the Bible? And, you know, maybe one or two hands will come up, and then I'll say, well, how many of you go to church? Again, maybe one or two hands will come up, and I'm, I said, this is an alarming thing because the kids have a desire to go, but they always said my parents never take me. Right. And so, you know, I said, let me create this comic book series because this is a way that they can be introduced to Christ uh, in a way that's cool, that's relevant, real to them. Because sometimes well, they may not be able to understand let Go me ahead. ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Now, in your creation of this comic book series, did you have to run that by the school board? No, no, no. This wasn't through the school board. This was outside. I just would ask questions to get information from the kids so I know what I'm writing, like the audience that I'm writing to. So you're not presenting this material to your students at school? No, this was when I started. This, okay. I, I created it because I was inspired by the fact that they had no connection with God. Right, okay. Back in 2008 or 2006. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yes. So, um, you know, with them saying that, it was it inspired me to create the book because I had not had, you know, a desire to do it before that. 
And hmm. so, um, you know, now that we've, you know, created it, we wanted to have something where kids can make the connection between uh, God and the Bible and their real life, which some kids struggle with. Now, how how are you marketing this? Do you have it in any uh, stores for purchase? Or what are you doing in that regard? Well, right now we market it mainly through uh, website, newsletters, um, and social media. Okay. And, you know, conversations like this. Okay, yeah. Word to mouth is the best way to do it anyway. Right. And um, the second way we started is we, we, we're going on tour. So we visit uh, churches. We tell them about what the comic book is. We do a workshop about the whole armor, how to use it, what it's about. And um, individuals will purchase the comic book there or follow us. And then also the comic book conventions that we go to is a way of marketing as well. Right. That's good stuff, man. I, I love what I'm hearing from you. And we definitely need to talk offline because I need to get you in the radio. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's one of well, my the cool jobs. Thing too. About, <laughs> I was going to say that's cool one of my about jobs. The book. Oh, yeah, yeah. The cool thing about the book is that we also have the audio version of oh, the book. Okay. So we um, took an extensive amount of time to uh, take the characters, have voice actors, recreate the mm. characters, sound effects. Um, and so it's not just read like, you know, some, sometimes we listen to the Bible how it's just read. It's a mm-hmm. fully dramatized a comic book audio series as well. That sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. That sounds interesting. Anything else you got for us? I know you got a whole lot of stuff going on. Also, <laughs> so those are my, my, my main two businesses. I also have a business uh, in Rochester, New York. Uh, I own a convenience store uh, named Smiley's Convenience Store, uh, and I named it after my dad to show you know honor to him. And okay. then, um, you know, it's basically a grocery store that sells all your grocery needs from a corner store. And then I also have a laundromat in Rochester, New York as well, named after my mom, called Grandma Gail's Wash House. So I wanted well, to be able to show, yeah. I was going to say, well, ladies and gentlemen, you can see that this young man is very busy for the cause of Christ. Hey, I'm in, I'm very impressed with you, brother. I'm very impressed. And I am looking forward to working with you in the future, for real. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. Now, anything else you want to say before we close out this segment? Um, no, I just feel that as um, as we know the the story of the the talents, uh, I don't mm-hmm. want to be that servant that's not doing what he's supposed to do. And I realize that as God giving me a gift, I use that gift, and then He multiplied. So I was able Amen. to um, even produce, you know, a, a song in 2020. Mm-hmm. I'm not a singer. I'm not a musician, but I produced a song for my company called Paint with Faith, called the Paint with Faith Anthem, and mm-hmm. I was able to. Um, arrange it and record it and I have uh, my sons rapping on it and members mm. of my church singing on it so it's a full throttle song uh, about painting with faith is and it then, an acapella? Um, also, is it an acapella? it's not acapella it's okay. not. so you gotta make an acapella version <laughs> so I can play it on Friday I've, night I've been listen, looking for some artists to help me do it but um, I have yet to find I've been reaching out to some people and I also have um the whole armor song as well. I have two versions of that song. There's a, a singing version by K- Canton Jones, who was a gospel artist. 
Okay. And then um, a famous rap artist uh, named 1K Few, who's in the mm-hmm. industry as well. So these are like my celebrity uh, artists. And I reached okay. out to them, and they actually responded back. And I was, you know, I was blessed to have them to produce that as well. Well, you know, I know all the acapella artists on this side and the producers. Mm-hmm. So if you want to do an acapella version of that, we can definitely look into that as well. I do. Send them my way. I'm ready. I will do that. I will do that. As a matter of fact, uh, I was talking with George G. You know, George G. sung with Straight Company in the acapella vocal band about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And that's all he was oh, talking wow. about on that show. That's what he was talking about on that show. He has uh, material. And he's looking for artists to sing his songs, you know? Wow. So that's definitely something we can make happen, you know? Definitely, definitely, because um, I need some help on this, on this road that I'm traveling. I definitely need somebody who's into movie production or animated series production. Because mm-hmm. um, we, need, we need some big funds to make this first episode. So if there's anybody out there that's looking to help produce an animated series, then they can definitely reach out to me because it's whether they join or not, it's going to happen by the end Amen. of the year. So I'm Amen. looking for some people to join the team. Hey, brother, I am impressed with Chavis Davis, ladies and gentlemen. He is a Christian artist and entrepreneur, youth and media ministry minister from Miami, Florida. We're gonna, I'm trying to get him in radio, too, ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's what you're going to be hearing from him. <laughs> I'm serious. You're going to be hearing from him. Yeah. Hey, thank you, brother, for joining us on the Community Corner. Certainly appreciate it. Definitely. Thanks for having me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned for What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. My co-host, Isa Mullins, is coming up next. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. Well, and if you miss me from singing, singing, and you can't find me nowhere, nowhere. Come on up to glory, glory. I'll be singing the best. I'll be singing the best. Yes, I Over on the other 
Listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. Give your attention to the proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, my co host, Isa Mullins. Good afternoon, good evening, and God bless you. Once again, I want to say uh, thank you for uh, Brother Butler for giving me a venue to uh, proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, my sermon topic for this evening is is entitled, Looking for Jesus. Looking for Jesus. Our foundation scripture for this evening's topic is Isaiah 55 and 7. Isaiah 55 and 7. And it reads, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. My brothers and sisters, everywhere we go, people are looking for something. Somebody right now is looking for a good job to pay the bills. and Somebody else is looking for a good husband. And some other person is looking for a good wife. And somebody else wants a home for their family. And somebody wants peace in their home. And Somebody right now in the hospital is looking for a clean bill of health, and somebody needs a car, and somebody needs a good college. But I talk to, as I talk to you this evening, and I ask you the question, what are you really looking for? John 14 and 3 reads, Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. This evening I want to cite three examples, and I pray that God moves you to understand what you should be looking for in your life. Let us all turn to Luke chapter 8, and we'll be reading from verses 43 through 48. Luke chapter 8, 43 
through 48, and I'll be reading from the King James Version. Luke 8, 43 through 48. And a woman having an issue of blood 12 years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, came behind him and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood staunched. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude thronged thee and pressed thee, and sayest thou who touched me? And Jesus said, Somebody hath touched me, for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. My brothers and sisters, I love this story because it's so very, very realistic. Jesus was not her first choice, and she had used her financial means and searched all over for the answer to her problem. And I am sure she received a lot of expensive advice, soak in this, eat this, rub this on. The answer wasn't in any of these man-made things. But the problem was still there. We have problems we face daily, and we run here and run there Googling on how to change your situation and how to not be depressed and how to lose five pounds and how to get a better job and how to make your husband clean up behind himself and on the phone hours and hours trying to get some advice on how to make your kids respect you and come home on time. And we're on uh, Facebook and Twitter and Snapchat and Etc. and etc. looking and looking and looking when God said in Second Chronicles chapter 7 and 14, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and then seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, and then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. This woman with the issue of blood had tried everything she knew how, but she hadn't tried Jesus. Isn't that our very issue, ladies and gentlemen? We have tried giving up red meat. We've tried giving up pork. We've tried self-help books. We tried televangelists. We tried grandmother and even grandfather. But has anyone tried Jesus. Somebody probably out there right now saying, I tried Jesus, but he didn't come through like I thought he would. And I'm going to talk to you like your doctor talks to you right now. Did you take all of your medication? And did you follow the instructions on the bottle? Because just one dose of Jesus ain't going to cut it. You need to read the instructions on the bottle. The instructions read Proverbs chapter 3 and 5 through 8 tells me to trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not 
on your understanding and in all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Every single day we have to take our daily dose of medicine while we seek Jesus. This lady had to finally make up her mind to go see the man who was bigger than her problem. And what made the difference was how she felt about Jesus. She didn't need or want to sit down with him or to even plead her case. Brother Butler, all she wanted to do was to touch the hem of his garment. And if that doesn't move you this evening, I I don't know what will. He doesn't need you to beg him. He doesn't need you to make an appointment with his secretary. It doesn't matter what your HMO says. John 10 and 10 says, the thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy, but I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I want to journey over to Matthew chapter 8, verses 5 through 13. I need to talk about the centurion soldier for a little bit. Matthew chapter 8, 5 through 13. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion, beseeching him, and saying, Lord, my son, my servant is at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou should come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers underneath me, and I say to this man, go, and he goeth, and to another come, and he comes, and to my servant do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard, he marveled and he said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and, and west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven, but the children of kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast belief, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in the same hour. My brothers and my sisters, I take this story extremely personally because I was in the army for over 20 years and commanded soldiers in war and commanded soldiers in peace. And through my authority and my respect, my soldiers were obeying and have obeyed my orders. And I expected my orders to be followed to the letter. I double-checked to make sure they did what they were told. What bothers me today is that my soldiers 
followed my commands better than we follow God's word. God tells me what to do, and what do I do? I do the exact opposite. He says, come unto me, and I say, let's wait and see. God says, keep my commandments, but I act like I just don't understand it. God says, endure temptation, but I say, God, you don't know my situation. And God tells me to wait on him, but I say I got to keep up with them. What I am trying to say this evening is that in the army, we didn't have time to go with what we think. We had wars to win, and we had people to save, and we couldn't go on what might work or what might do the trick. So when this centurion soldier heard about a man who calmed the seas with his voice, who heard about a man who raised the dead, and heard about this man who called the lame to walk again, and he heard about a man who called the deaf to hear, and he heard about a man who cast out evil spirits, he said, that's the man I need to find. One thing else I admire him for, but he was a man of great importance in the military, but he realized that there was someone greater than he. Amen? He said, Lord, just speak the word. I'm not even worthy for you to come into my house. Speak the word. Did anyone come in God's presence today with an issue of blood? Is anybody out there on this podcast that has a dire need? Did you come ready for God to speak the word? Are you suffering with doubt? Are you being plagued with uncertainty? Tell God to speak the word. When you came to your job today or when you got up this morning or when you walk back into your house and when you're driving in the highway, what mindset did you have? Were you ready for God to speak the word? You might be asking me, what are the benefits of seeking God? Some of you still might not be convinced that seeking God can turn your life around and Please give me the opportunity to explain God's benefit plan. Choosing to seek God, looking for Jesus leads to deliverance. My brothers and sisters, God has never forsaken those who diligently seek him. Those who trust in him will never be abandoned. Psalms 9 and 10, he is a fortified tower of safety for all who run to him. Psalm 34, 4 through 5 says, I sought the Lord, and he answered me. He delivered me from all of my fears. Those who look to him are radiant. The faces are never covered with shame. Psalm 145, 18 to 20, the Lord is near to all who call on him, and to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of all those who fear him. He hears their cry, and he saves them, Psalm 145, 18 through 20. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them from their distress. He brought them out of darkness, the utter darkness, and broke 
away in their chains, seeking Jesus this evening, seeking Jesus and earnestly giving him control of our lives changes everything. We must understand that we are indeed limited, and we can work three and four jobs and still lose our homes. We can eat healthy and exercise and run every day and still get sick. You can go to school for six, eight, ten, twelve years and even go into debt trying to get all the education you can and still not get the career and respect that you're looking for. But when we realize that letting go completely and trusting God at his word, that's when our burden becomes light and the peace that passes all understanding engulfs our very lives. When will we trust the God who never sleeps and never slumbers? When will we claim the benefits of seeking our Lord and our Master? Looking for Jesus gives you rest. The greatest treasure of seeking Jesus is the promise that we find him, and in finding him, we find rest for our weary souls. He is the source of rest because his yoke is easy and his burden is light, Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30. I love those who love me, and those who diligently seek me will find me. Proverbs 8 and 17. But from there, you will seek the Lord your God, and you will find him if you search for him with all of your heart and all of your soul. And it will be open to you. Luke 11, 9 through 10. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, you will seek me and find me when you search me with all of your heart. Is there anyone here that wants rest? Is there anyone tonight that needs just a little bit of peace in their lives? Is there anyone here that is tired of fighting against themselves? Sometimes our greatest enemy is staring at you right in the mirror. Seeking Jesus gives you life. The same God who created life is trustworthy with your life. He came so that you might live abundantly. Seeking God ignites the eternity that he placed in every heart and sets our mind on eternal things. While the world says seek fulfillment to find life, God's word says in seeking him, you will fulfill your life. Amos chapter 5, 4 through 6 says, For thus says the Lord to the house of Israel, Seek me that you may live. Psalm 22 and 26 says, the poor will eat and be satisfied, and those who seek the Lord will praise him. May your hearts live forever. And Psalm 69 and 32 says, the humble shall see this and be glad, and your heart shall live that seek God. Finding Jesus will fill you with joy and gladness. Joy is found in giving the master the keys to your heart. Sitting in the presence of him who is more precious than gold and sweeter than honey, 
He revives our very souls. He, he gives light to our eyes and overflowing joy to our hearts and with everlasting joy to crown your head. Gladness will overtake you, man. Sorrow and sighing will flee away. Isaiah 35 and 10. First Chronicles 16 and 10 tells me to let the heart of those who seek the Lord be glad. And Psalms 40 and 16 tells me that let all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you and let those who love your salvation say continually the Lord be magnified. Psalm 70 and 4 says, but may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who long for your saving help always say the Lord is great. Seeking Jesus will give you understanding and wisdom. As we commit to seeking God first, his wisdom and understanding pour over us with true freedom to follow his plan and his purpose for our lives. And the foolishness of God is wiser than all human wisdom, 1 Corinthians 1 and 25. From his throne flows the discernment to live every day to the fullest, making the most of every opportunity. Ephesians chapter 5, 15 through 16, Proverbs 28 and 5 tells us, Evil men do not understand the justice, but those who seek the Lord understand all things. Indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and for the find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. Proverbs chapter 2, 3 through 6. Proverbs 3 and 6 says, Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Looking for Jesus gives you hope. Time in God's presence renews endurance to run the race ahead, a longing to see his kingdom come, and an expectancy to see him move here on earth. Because he cares for you, you can cast all of your apprehension on him and have a restored hope for the future. Lamentations 3, 21 through 25 tells me, this I recall to my mind, and therefore I have hope. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning, and great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul, and therefore I hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. Isaiah 49 and 23 said, Then you will know that I am the Lord. Those who hope in me will not be disappointed. As I bring this lesson to a close, it seems to me, that there's so many people in this world and probably somebody on the line this evening on this podcast is seeking satisfaction. Somebody is looking for satisfaction. And I'm telling you tonight, I proclaim to you that looking for Jesus 
diligently brings satisfaction. In a world full of options and the desire for more, it is easy to become discontent with your life. The steady pursuit of seeking God first is the only source of true satisfaction. He satisfies the hungry, longing soul with good things, Psalm 107 and 9, and promises that all who come to him will not hunger and will not thirst, John 6:35. Oh God, you are my God. I will seek you earnestly. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh yearns for you. In a dry and weary land where there is no water, Psalm 63 and 1, one thing I have asked from the Lord that I shall seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to meditate in his temple. From the day of trouble, he will conceal me in his tabernacle. In the secret place of his tent, he will hide me. He will lift me up upon a rock. Psalm 27 4 and 5. In Matthew 13 and 44, Jesus tells us about a parable about a field with hidden treasure. Feel the joy of the man who stumbled upon it. He sold everything he had to buy the field. His kingdom is a treasure worth shoving everything aside to pursue. Let us chase Jesus like the treasure that he is, knowing our hearts will follow. Please watch these promises come to light. My brothers and my sisters, seek his face while he may be found. Today, not tomorrow, is the day of salvation. Deuteronomy 4 and 29, but if thou from thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him. If thou shalt seek him with all thy heart and with all thy soul. As I close this lesson lesson this evening, I thank you all, those of you who have hungry hearts and open ears, those of you who are looking for something. I pray that you found a desire in your heart to look for Jesus this evening. Cast off all of your burdens. Let go of all of your anxieties, your depressions, your wants, and your needs, and go and find Jesus. Because he stands right there in front of your door, knocking, say, I want to come in and sup with you. I would be amiss if I did not offer the plan of salvation this evening. God's part was already taken care of. The great love of God, he sent his son, Jesus Christ, according to John 3.16. He sent the Holy Spirit as a guide, John 16 and 13. He gave the gospel as the power unto salvation, Romans 1 and 16. He provided atonement by the blood of Christ, Romans 5 and 9. And the only thing left is for us to do our part. You heard the gospel this evening, Romans 10 and 17, and according to John 8 and 32, only thing for you to do is to believe and repent and confess faith in Jesus Christ and be baptized according to Galatians chapter 3, 27, Mark 16 and 16 and 8, Acts 2 and 38. And after you are baptized, to be faithful unto death. 
Revelations 2 and 10. As I close this lesson, I impress upon you this evening to let go and let God and start looking for Jesus. Amen, and have a blessed evening. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. If you could see the 
You're listening to What a Word from the Lord Radio Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for spending a little time with us this evening in the study of God's Word. I want to thank both my speakers on the show tonight. My special guest speaker, Wesley Mark Morrow, did a great job on the broadcast. And also my co-host, Isa Mullins, always does a great job as well. Certainly appreciate their efforts. And my in the community corner, my special guest, Chavis Davis, he has a lot going on for the cause of Christ. And I certainly appreciate their brother's efforts as well, serving in our community. I appreciate everyone who participated on the show this evening. What a blessing. What a blessing it is. It's my prayer that these lessons this evening have been beneficial to your spiritual lives and your relationship with the Lord's been strengthened because not only tuning in this radio broadcast, but you've given yourself over to a study of God's word. So until we meet again, I pray God's continued blessings upon your lives and that he bless you real Real good. You've been listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. And on behalf of my co-hosts, Isa Mullins, Shana Otis, and Lou Gibbons, and Kelly Fletcher, we really do appreciate your love and support for these radio programs. I'm your host, Stevie R. Butler. Good night, everybody. God bless you. You're listening to What a Word from the Lord radio show. It was my grandma's touch on my grandma's mind. You knew me in my grandma's time, but I sure wish I could go back to those days and times. Now, now, I don't know if it was my grandma's touch of my grandma's mind. You know, maybe because I was looking to a little boy die, but I sure thought things were better than they seem to be now.
Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.